Friday, it was a horrible afternoon. Uh, we were telling you about that uh, active shooter in Florida at the Fort Lauderdale airport. And, you know, we were talking about what, you know, trying to picture what it would be like to be in that uh, airport at the time and the terror. And now people, this is something I did not even consider which is amazing to me, you know, when you start, you see some of the footage because the, the actually TMZ acquired some security footage that shows the shooter pulling his uh, semi-automatic handgun out of his waistband and casually shooting people, just people diving and leaving their bags where they were. You know, people were running and tripping over bags and trying to get out. They were just told to drop everything. According to the airport director at Fort Lauderdale, there are 25,000 pieces of luggage, cell phones and other belongings that were separated from their owners during Friday's shooting rampage and they actually are trying to sort through it now there are people that are stranded there no ids they have no money they have no passports it's just a scary situation that uh you know i had no i I just wasn't even thinking about that uh moving on here uh drake has just made more history he his summer 16 tour has become the highest grossing hip-hop tour ever 85 million uh u.s dollars was collected by Drake for over 54 shows between July and October. And by the way, he had to cancel some of those because he broke his ankle or he he hurt his ankle. And so he would have made even more than that, but quite an accomplishment. Um, We uh, are just conferring in the background, I believe, on some audio here. But if you're ready, Space... Uh, this is some interesting news. Uh, U2 is going to kick off their North American tour in Vancouver this spring for the second time in two years. And they are going to play in their entirety the 1987 album, The Joshua Tree. This is the first song that was played October 3rd, 1987 at Exhibition Stadium. I know because I was there. I'm sure a few people listening right now were there as well. This is going to be uh, each stop during this summer stadium tour will celebrate the 30th anniversary of its release. Sold 25 million copies worldwide. And uh, Bono says, I recently uh, listened back to the uh, Joshua Tree for the first time in nearly 30 years. It was quite an opera. A lot of emotions, which feel strangely current. Love, loss, broken dreams, seeking oblivion, polarization. And uh, so they're going to do it again. The North American leg of the tour kicks off May 12th in Vancouver. The only other Canadian show will be at the Rogers Centre on uh, in Toronto on June 23rd. And Mumford & Sons and the Lumineers and One Republic will alternate opening up for the North American leg. Our tickets will go on sale on January 17th, but earlier for subscribers to the band's website. Oh, Chris, what do you got there? Space, can you hit Chris's mic, please? Ah, uh, there we go. Yeah. I think we get uh, Lumineers as our opening band oh, we do? for the Good. Toronto show. Yeah. Okay. I remember this was the last song of that. Song. It was a really magical moment because there were people, if you can remember, we walked out of the stadium singing that because they just, uh, they must have had it on loop. The band left the stage and then it was just us singing that over and over again. It was kind of, I don't think I've had another moment like that in history. I heard Matt and Sapria saying that they had no desire to go see you two, but I would see this. This Joshua Tree was a great album, and I would go and see that concert again. I, 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 I think, honestly, even as someone who's not the biggest U2 fan, I would go see that because their oldest stuff is their best. I've got and Matt that, did say that, but still. I've got their of... that best of album, and it's so it's split between like 1980s to the, and then, then the 1990s, and the 1980s stuff is much stronger. Dubai-based airline Emirates said on Monday that one of its flights from Oman to Dubai was canceled. 
previous day after a snake was spotted slithering in the cargo hold. Passengers hadn't boarded the Boeing 777. The carrier said the serpent was eventually captured. Planes back in service. But this is interesting. Coincidence? This guy was in Dubai just Dubai just last month. I have had it with these monkey fighting snakes on this Monday to Friday plane. Yeah. Samuel L. Jackson was in Dubai last month to accept a Lifetime Achievement Award at the Dubai International Film Festival. Coincidence? I think not, my friends. Speaking of films, everybody's talking about Meryl Streep. Uh, She was um, at the Golden Globes yesterday, got the Lifetime Achievement Award, and had this to say about Trump. But there was one performance this year that stunned me. It, It sank its hooks in my heart. Not because it was good. It was, there was nothing good about it, but it was effective and it did its job. It made its intended audience laugh and show their teeth. It was that moment when the person asking to sit in the most respected seat in our country imitated a disabled reporter, someone he outranked in privilege, power, and the capacity to fight back. It... It kind of broke my heart when I saw it, and I still can't get it out of my head because it wasn't in a movie. It was real life. And this instinct to humiliate when it's modeled by someone on the public platform, by someone powerful, it filters down into everybody's life because it kind of gives permission for other people to do the same thing. Disrespect invites disrespect. Violence incites violence. When the powerful use their position to bully others, we all lose. You know, uh, Trump has actually responded to that, says uh, on Twitter, Meryl Streep, one of the most overrated actresses in Hollywood, doesn't know me, but attacked me last night at the Golden Globes. Mm -hmm. And I got a little bit of audio of him criticizing her. All right. Enough is enough! I have had it with these monkey-fighting snakes on this Monday to Friday play. I think that was Samuel L. Jackson, but uh, I, I understand why you would think uh. that, you know, it was Trump because there's so much passion in that. <laughs> uh, do we have what Trump <laughs> no, said about Meryl Streep? Okay, we don't. She she said she is a, a Hillary flunky who lost big for the uh, hundredth time. I never mocked a, a disabled reporter. Would never do that, but simply showed him groveling when he totally changed the 16-year-old story that he had written in order to make me look bad. Just more uh, for from a very uh, dishonest media. Groveling. I thought Trump's, you know, equated groveling with being on your knees, not raising your arms in the air and acting all goofy. Uh, That in mind, let's talk about something that I thought was the most shocking thing that Meryl Streep said. And no one has even pointed this out yet. Have a little listen. What is Hollywood anyway? It's just a bunch of people from other places. I was born and raised and educated in the public schools of New Jersey. Viola was born in a sharecropper's cabin in South Carolina came up in Central Falls, Rhode Island. Sarah Paulson was born in Florida, raised by a single mom in Brooklyn. Sarah Jessica Parker was one of seven or eight kids from Ohio. Amy Adams was born in Vicenza, Veneto, Italy. She's Italian? Amy (laughs) Adams is Italian. That's the most shocking thing that Meryl Streep said. Who knew? Meryl, I mean, Amy Adams looks like she's from, like, the, the most Scottish town in Scotland.